Welcome back to Miserable and Reckless, bringing you unfiltered opinions on sports, music, culture, and all things South. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, and Stitcher is where you can find this one. Check out the website, miserable-reckless.com. Block content, there's a shop there as well. All right, so let's uh, go on and open the show with um, it, – it's very pertinent to ACC. We talk about ACC football a lot on this show. It's very important to all of us, and you know, it, it's it's very tragic news. Um, we're not going to get into the details of what happened. If you're a sports fan, especially if you're an ACC fan, like everybody knows, you know, w- what had happened by now. But it, it's like our hearts go out and our prayers go out to the folks that are affected by the tragedy that happened with the UVA football team. Um, it, it it literally is. It's unimaginable to me. Um, I, like when I when I heard about it, I was just like, I couldn't even believe something like that, like went down. But I, I lift up my prayers and, you know, my heart goes out to everybody affected by that, the team, the families and um, all that. Because, like, it's like I said, it, it's unthinkable. First yeah. thing I, God bless him. The first thing I saw when I saw it scroll across the bottom of the screen um, was that, man, I guess those guys had just played. And I know they played other teams this year, but, man, those guys just played against Carolina. And that that really – it's weird to think that they were here and now they're not. So that that was the thing that really bugged me. Very sudden, all of a sudden. And so I echo what we were saying about uh, thoughts and prayers. Always seems really cheap, but prayers is important for a situation like this. And you don't really know what else you can say or do. So um, I think it's good that they're not playing this weekend. Yeah, that's a good thing. I think that that's the appropriate thing to do. Against uh, they canceled the game against Coastal, and I guess some of the other teams you guys were telling me are wearing or doing something special for the. Yeah, yeah all, they're all, all the wearing AC- decals. Exactly. Yeah, all the ACC teams are wearing decals. They're doing a moment of silence for every game, and then <clears throat> Liberty, um, which is also in Virginia, is essentially their uniform looks like a UVA uniform this weekend, um, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, it's things like this that kind of make you put things in perspective when it comes to sports and rivalries and everything. Because some things are bigger than, you know, a football game. Some things are bigger than a rivalry you have in state. And one good example of that is the Virginia Tech football Twitter account uh, posted their new profile picture the other day. And it it was it said VT for who's and it had the VT logo and um, the UVA color scheme. Um, it, it's just a reminder that some things are more important than, you know, the game that we all let control our emotions uh, every fall. But, you know, that was really cool to see uh, from Hokie Nation. Okay. Right. Awesome. Exactly. Well, uh, let's move into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, Dustin, if you want to kick it off. Sure. Uh, so pretty Pretty fun or, or positive stuff. I've been on a roll here lately with good things. Um, when so recently, I saw I think I was when I was watching Duke game last week, Duke football game. Uh, a fun stat that again, like we we were sort of doing stats like this earlier in the year with Duke, Carolina, Wake Forest, and North Carolina State. But this is the first year ever that all four programs will be going to a bowl game. If you think about the history, how long those four programs have been around, and you know, I'll I'll 100% take on that my program has probably been the one that missed it the most. But uh, <laughs> but you think about how long those programs have been around, 
and this is the first time ever that they're all going to a bowl game, that's pretty cool. Um, that the level of play across the state has like risen to that. Um, I was just kind of blown away one that it hadn't happened, and then two that it was happening this year. Um, so pretty good on you, North Carolina ACC programs. Um, two, uh, this past weekend we were traveling, we were down in the like not quite the bay that we talk about here uh, every now and then, but uh, sort of the the bay slash northern neck area of Virginia. We were with two of our best Kansas fans, uh, Virginia and Brett, and we had a really great time hanging out with them and a bunch of other friends. We do an annual trip, and, and it's just fun to see them, catch up with them, spend time with them. Uh, so I want to give them a shout-out and say, hey, I had a blast. Look forward to seeing when you seeing you again on that trip and or before then when you come back out. And then the last thing is uh, I don't know what to call it. I guess a, a awesome or a something. Uh, have y'all ever heard of Mattress Matt? Down yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all see his, his bet that he oh, won yeah. big on? On the Astros, right? <laughs> yeah. So early on this, so for the background here for America, Mattress Mac is a, just a He's the epitome of like a salesman with his commercial. He's just really famous in the Houston area with his commercials and his his antics. And he's known from putting down really big bets on Houston teams. Sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. And the Derby. He moves the line at the Derby every year. Annoyingly. Yeah. Right, yeah. right before the Derby, the big Derby race happens. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so just. The guy's well known and, and he, and I'm, you know, he, I'm serious. He puts down like sometimes millions and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bets. So early in the baseball season, he put down, he spread a bunch of bets across several casinos and, and, uh, on the Astros to win the world series. And this was, you know, before the odds were really, really good. He ended up winning $75 million from this and my understanding is he made them give him 10 million dollars in cash and took it out in a wheelbarrow and like made a whole show of it um (laughs) so mattress mac won 75 million dollars on the astros goodness is about basically all i can say like that's good for him Uh, hopefully that helps make up for a bunch of his losses from over the years and uh i saw when I in one of the stories about this that he uh, here at the beginning of college basketball season put half a million dollars on Houston to win the the title. So if Houston wins the title, he'll win five million dollars. We'll see what happens with that. <laughs> did did you the see? Astros were probably the safer bet. Did you see? Uh, uh, well, one of the games they lost early in the series to Philly at Houston. His interaction with a Philly fan. No. So somebody caught it on a like a phone camera, and he's walking out. Uh, with his Philly, I mean, his uh, Astro jersey, like with a button down with the collar hanging out of the jersey, as old men do, especially yeah. if they're rich, uh, with their baseball jersey over top. And this Phillies fan, because we all know Philadelphia fans are the worst among us, they um, they start yelling at him, being like, hey, how's that bet going, Mattress Mac? How's that bet going? Mattress Mac, <laughs> at his old age, turns around to the guy and goes, hey, asshole, fuck you. <laughs> 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 it's the appropriate response especially when he was probably thinking about how many millions of dollars he put on right. the Astros <laughs> well, he got the last laugh 
$75 million, boys. So, anyway, so Mattress Mag, I, I guess that's my great or my interesting, or I don't know. He's a, he's a character. Keep an eye on him, America. He's always up to something. <laughs> All right, Morgan, good, the bad, and the ugly. All right, I got good, great, and awesome. So, my good. More positivity. Uh, yeah, you got to, man. You got to. <laughs> Um, Virginia Tech's basketball season has started off with uh, even though I know there's a lot more games in basketball than football, but um, started off 4 0, so I'm happy with that. They're um, yeah, I take what I can with, with sports these days. Um, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. We won't even, I'm not even gonna get into uh, what went down with their football team last weekend. So just leave that there. My great, um, for those that watch the Andor series on Disney Plus for uh, Star Wars, it's uh, each week's been a great episode, and this past one was really good. Um, you know, for all the crap that Star Wars has put out the last five or six years, this is made up for all that garbage. So I'm happy with that. And my awesome, it's been slow at work, which most people are like well slow's not great well for me for the last year or so um being slow at work allows you to catch up on a lot of other things and not be stressed out so i'm happy with that so i'll take that all right ryan good bad oh sorry sorry morgan no i was done oh yep ryan good the bad and the ugly well i have a i have a new uh addition to my good bad and the ugly i'm currently watching on mute in the background, the pickled tournament with Stephen Colbert. Do you know about this? He's hosting a pickleball tournament tonight, a celebrity pickleball tournament. Okay. So we have pickleball in my neighborhood because I live with old people and uh, <laughs> a, they're worried about the noise because the paddles going back and forth. But B, I noticed that the tournament that is going on is a miserable and reckless. If there was, these are people we've talked about on this podcast. Uh, Jimmy Allen is currently playing Dirks Bentley in the uh, pickleball <laughs> All right. tournament. So that was something that literally has come on the screen in the last two minutes. And I was like, of course, because of course, Jimmy Allen's doing it. Cause what is Jimmy Allen not involved in? The guy can't, can't say no. Uh, maybe that's just a Delaware in him. But anyways, um, a couple of weeks ago, he was in a bowling tournament that he was hosting and he had a bunch of bowlers in it. And it was like, because uh, of course, Jimmy Allen does. Anyways, that wasn't in my good, bad and the ugly. That's, that's a little bonus for you, America. So, uh, so my good, obviously, I'm going to keep it very short and simple, but for anyone that knows anything about the ACC, uh, Carolina won the Coastal. Um, they beat Wake Forest. They will be playing Clemson. They have two games left. They have a game against Georgia Tech. We'll talk about that later. Um, hopefully it's a game. Uh, and by hopefully it's a game, I mean hopefully we win. <laughs> and then they <laughs> will be playing another school um, whose town I'm currently sitting in. Um, and – uh, their colors are red and black and they do f- stupid shit with their hands during the game. Um, anyways, uh, my, uh, so that's my good. Um, I also wanted to point out Cadillac Williams. Uh, he, he was hired as interim coach at Auburn. And I thought that this was kind of cool. It was his, uh, it was his first win. He beat Texas A&M and they went nuts on the, you guys know about tumors corner at Auburn. They toilet paper the trees after the big wins. Um, oh yeah, 
couple years ago, a, a Bama fan actually actually tried to poison the trees, which seemed a little aggressive <laughs> and was definitely a criminal act. But um, uh, so anyways, he got his first win and they and they toilet papered the trees. So I thought that that was kind of like a, a neat little takeaway. We've talked in the past about Brian Harson and we've kind of made fun of Auburn a little bit this year. So good on the Tigers for uh, getting that done against a uh, good old Jimbo Fisher. Um, I will say that the guy, the crazy man who tried to try to poison the trees, there's like a, I don't know if it's a 30 for 30, but there's some ESPN like doc on him. Yeah. Find it and go watch it. He, he's a crazy man. And it's, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, you know, we were talking about it at the top. It's like, you know, we get pretty wound up about our teams, but I'm not going to go poison your trees that you celebrate with. Right. This guy like took it real, real serious. So <laughs> go check that out. There's a whole thing about it. He didn't think he did anything wrong. He called into like um, Paul Feinbein's show and talked about how he did it. It was a whole mess. Anyway, he's he's Al from Alabama or something like that. He used a fake name. We called in. Yeah, <laughs> it was, was kind of sad. He really, he, I mean, you're right. He really believed he didn't do anything wrong. It, this is your case of people who take sports way too fucking serious. Yeah, coming from guys who talk about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, there's a difference between talking about it and going out and like destroying property because it's well, your rival's, with- you know, way of celebrating. He was a retired Alabama cop on top of it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think I knew that. Back in the, back in the day, there used to be this um, Snapchat page in Raleigh when that when Snapchat like first came out called Do It For The Pack. And every college kid at NC State would send in stupid shit they were doing that they did for the pack. <laughs> and uh, my senior year, I believe it was, I got free tickets to go see um state play at the Dean Dome against UNC. And it was the game where Cat Barber lit them up and we held Carolina to their lowest point total ever in the Dean Dome and the pack beat them. I went to the the famous little well or the water fountain or wherever that little shit they have there on campus is. <laughs> and I had my buddy take a picture of me like from the back where I was like I looked I appeared to allegedly be peeing in the fountain. Just 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 so everyone knows, like in like uh, I'm older now and I'm more mature. The real story is I didn't pee in it, but it looked like I did. And I sent that to do it for the pack. And um, then I took a the the Daily Tar Heel paper they had because they used to have physical copies of that. And we had a lighter on us and I set it on fire on UNC's campus and held it up while it was on fire. And both of those made do it for the pack. And everybody was like commenting on it going like, oh, hell yeah. But yeah, that was my uh, that was my stupid retaliation <laughs> at the rival back in the day. <laughs> you done? I'm done now. I just had to throw that out there. <laughs> you you and everybody else that hates Carolina that goes to fake pretend to pee in the, in the uh... <laughs> They got and not everyone fakes it, but <laughs> that's true. Not everyone fakes true. it. <laughs> I have a friend who did not fake it. And he uh he he was shortly thereafter visited by uh Carolina's finest <laughs> <laughs> as he was walking through campus. Um all right, so that was that that was my good. Uh two 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 quick wins. Um so I'll call this a good but a bad. 
at the same time. Uh, so I, as I think people know, cause we referenced it last week, I was in, um, uh, Wrightsville beach last week and I had the opportunity to visit with a few friends, um, briefly, uh, not as many as I perhaps would have liked, but at the same time, um, I got a chance to kind of see the town that's changing and stuff like that. I referenced it last week. Um, got a chance to talk with two of my friends that are professors at UNCW. Um, we had a really good talk about like, you know, all sorts of different like stuff that you wouldn't expect within like five minutes. I think we were talking about like the existence of God or something like, I mean, you just dive right in. Right. It was like, it's pretty solid. Here's, here's, here's the takeaway that we took away from this. Uh, they basically told us that kids today don't have any grit point blank. And, uh, I can tell you that that is true because while we were having this conversation, there was a waitress who came to the table in, in like my adopted, but my hometown and basically looked at us and said, like, y'all need anything else? And we were like, well, you know, we, you know, catching up and, you know, the place isn't closing. And like, if you don't mind, it was about two o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. And she goes like, well, like, if it's all right with you, like, I'd like to tab out. Cause like, you know, I'm kind of bored. So, and I was like, <laughs> you, you are a server at a restaurant. Like this isn't like, like, you know, like, Oh, I'm being cut or, Oh, you have to go. Like, he's like, you know, like, I, I, I you know, I, I, I'd like to get out of here. And like, well, we're having a conversation about how kids these days, like, don't have any grit. They're telling us from the professor side of things that like people are like Xanaxing out over like taking a quiz and stuff like that. And then like, we're like looking at the situation and we're watching. So I, then we, we tab out, I stepped inside. Right. I'm like, fine. It's not the end of the world. I'm in Wrightsville beach. I'm not going to complain. I'm going to be a mature adult. I'll just step inside and I'll spend my money on someone else. So I step inside I go to get a drink at the bar because like I said, the conversation was very difficult to have with my friends. So I obviously needed another alcoholic beverage. Right. And, uh, so I go inside, I stand, I stand at the bar and the bartender who was behind the bar, who had been bringing us drinks out during the day is now sitting on the other side of the bar. And I think, oh, okay, well, she's off. That's fine. You know what she was doing? She's taking a drink break. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't off work. She just came to the other side of the bar and decided to sit down and like, you know, like see what it was like to be a bar fly and watch the TV. <laughs> so I, she goes, can I get you anything? And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll take another gin and soda. But like, are, are, are you off? Like trying to be super empathetic and nice. And she goes, well, no, I'm just taking a, a, a quick break. I think she, uh, I don't remember the exact term she used, but she, I think she said like a mental health break or a mental drink break or something like that. And I was like, you're what you're like I so I just stood there and I was like surely there's another bartender and like she was like oh I I, I can get you when I'm done and I was like oh who is the bartender she's just sitting on the other side of the bar and everybody just has to wait on her I I've never let me finish my beer first <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen anything like this before in my life I walked outside dumbfounded I was like and I walked right up to the two professors we were hanging out with that are that are our age by the way and I was just like you're absolutely positively correct. Like this is, this is <laughs> astounding. Like this is absolutely positively astounding. So we had a great conversation, but like, uh, for all those people and all those TV shows you talk about where they say like, Hey, like, you know, I think the future is really bright. No, the answer is no. The, the future is not bright. If we have people <laughs> that need to take a drink break while they're bartending, uh, first of all, put that shit in a styrofoam cup and, and drink it like the rest of us used to do. All right. The craziest thing to me 
and I, we we briefly touched on this last week is I'm I'm six on the low end, ten years on the high end, older than these kids, and I could not relate to them any less because my college experience was vastly different. I just I don't know I it. I don't want to go negative because I had a wonderful time in Riceville Beach and my ugly to cut to the chase is having to leave Wilmington and come to the Wolves Den or wherever the fuck we're staying at right now. <laughs> for America's context, I chose I, I am here for work and uh, and I chose to pick a place with my wife to stay at and I was trying to find a nice place that would give her a gym and other things to do. And so I picked a nicer place and I didn't realize it was on campus literally at NC state. And we walked in and the entire place is decorated with the fucking wolf motif. It's the dumbest theme I've ever seen in a hotel. I can't, I can't, I know they have a great wolf lodge, but how can you design an entire hotel around wolf? Like they managed to do it. The pillow that America can't see behind me says den on it. And it gives the Oxford dictionary definition of a fucking den. So like, you know, it's, it's stupid, but anyways, I digress. That was my ugly. I, I, and my ugly is because I, I enjoyed being in Wilmington. I enjoyed being at Riceville Beach. I enjoyed seeing the new things that people have done with the place. There's some really cool new spots, and and some of the town is exactly the same. But I'll tell you what, these kids are trying their best to ruin it. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can say about the hotel is, as Big Sean and Post Malone once said, I was raised by the wolves. So <laughs> that's why the hotel is, you know, it sounds like a great place to stay. I don't know what you're complaining about. but. Anyways, as you said, I digress. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that leaves me. Uh, I have a good, good, and bad. Uh, first good is uh, Yellowstone Season 5 kicked off. Solid show. Um, for all the old-timers out there, it's the same kind of vein as, say, like a Dallas back in the day. It's, it's essentially a primetime soap opera, a really popular show. Kevin Costner stars in it. Um, but the one thing Yellowstone has always done a really good job of is the uh, creator of the show, Taylor Sheridan, has a really good grasp on like roots music. And he highlights like some very, very good, like independent artists, like just in the first episode of season five alone, it had like Robert Earl Keane, Zach Bryan, uh, Lainey Wilson, just like people of that vein that had songs played on it. And then like Shane Smith and the saints had like a cameo role playing um, the inauguration ball for the uh, governor. Lainey Wilson has a recurring character that she debuted this week um on on that episode so definitely if you're into that kind of uh, music check out the soundtrack from the last few years they, they've done a good job of aggregating some of like of like the best of independent country roots rock and um and just like texas oklahoma music um number two on the good is i'm cautiously and i repeat with a capital caution cautiously optimistic about nc state basketball they've looked better against not great competition than they ever did last year. Like we were barely beating teams and not even close to covering the spread against like lesser competition last year, this year, you know, two of the three games, we like were like 13 point favorites and we won by anywhere from 30 to the 50 points. Um, this team just play, it plays good team defense, relatively speaking uh, to have very good guard play between the Ole Miss transfer, Jarkel Joyner, and uh, Terquavion Smith, who's going to be an all ACC performer this year. Um, some of the, the they did well in the transfer portal. It's a one year rental kind of situation. It's modern college sports. We've went on and on about that over the last few months with the transfer portal, how it's changing sports. But 
I'm cautiously optimistic because this year's NC State team has some grit, and the ACC as a whole in basketball is truly awful this year. So um, we may not be that good, but our record in the conference may not be that bad because when you have like 0-3 Florida State and 0-3 Louisville who lost to the deaf, dumb, and blind schools, like you never (laughs) know, you know, you like the competition ain't going to be as strong this year. Uh, And then that leaves me to my bad. This is where the positivity ends, folks. Last week, Mm. NC State versus Boston College. 19-point favorites at home, senior day. The game that would set the school record for most consecutive home wins. Had 16 straight, going for 17. We had the fifth longest CFP ranking active streak in the uh, country. All of it snapped. Um, Last touchdown scored by Boston College with like 20 seconds, 18 seconds, something like that to go in the game. Um, Hats off to the backup quarterback because NC State are kingmakers for backup quarterbacks over the last 20 years. Um, he played a good game, um, they, but they finished with negative one yard rushing, I believe. And the, <laughs> the, the, and the defense, uh, stopped them from scoring six of eight drives in the second half. And somehow we still found a way to lose. Tell me like that defense matters in modern college sports. Cause it do- obviously does not. Now the one silver lining is the last time. We blew a, a we were a 19 point favorite and we were ranked 14th then in the CFP at home on the last game of the year on senior night. We lost to a really bad Wake Forest team on a last second touchdown. We were a 19 point favorite this time, lost to a really bad BC team on a last second touchdown. What were the two games that followed that in 2018? It was at Louisville, at North Carolina. We won both. Now, let's fast forward now. The schedule isn't like it it mirrors each other every single year. Sometimes you play Louisville early. Sometimes you play them late. This year, we finished the year out at Louisville, at North Carolina. Now, are you saying there's a chance? I'm here to tell all the Pac fans out there, no shot in hell. No shot (laughs) in hell. We might be able to beat Louisville this weekend because Malik Cunningham's out. But at the same time, our quarterback is rumored to be out too because there's hasn't been confirmed. It looks like he might have had his knee scoped a couple of days ago. Um, a certain center, fifth-year guy, he looks like he's probably out. Starting tight end, who's a converted running back, who's been a big part of the offense the last three weeks that when they've been playing better, he looks like he's out. So don't think that's going to happen. But as Joe Giglio of uh, ESPN.com or ESPN 99, the fan says, the law of the wolf is when you expect the most, you get the least. When you expect the least, you get the most. So with everything looking down in the dumps and going into the last two, uh, uh, road stretch here, God knows what's going to happen with the pack over the next two weeks. But if we, if we can win one, you know, obviously I want it to be the Black Friday game. Not going to happen. We'll get skull dragged. But that's my good, good, and bad for this week. Angle Based off of that analysis, uh, don't expect much out of your hotel and you'll have a pleasant experience. (laughs) Right. Yeah, if I was a state fan, I guess that's how I'd approach my life. But as a a Carolina fan, I expect excellence at every turn. (laughs) Hey, we're always just waiting for the other shoe to drop because trust me, inevitably it always does. (laughs) This hotel is just fine. It's just the motif sucks. All right. Well, speaking of college football, Morgan, why don't you take us into the records in this week's uh, college football pick'em? 
All right, well, let's start it off with Ryan and his baby blue colors winning <laughs> at 35 and 25. Logan's right behind him at 33 and 27. And due to me trying to be um, funny last week and taking risky uh, <clears throat> picks, I am no longer tied with Dustin for, for third. He is in third place all by himself at 29 and 31 and i'm sitting at 27 and 33 because i decided to be funny and take mississippi state against georgia so i knew georgia was probably gonna win i was just hoping for that that one percent chance that would make me look cool for taking that pick well that didn't happen so no way not this dog team (laughs) (laughs) uh so you know, we all took Shane Beamer's USC last week, and uh, <laughs> that that just didn't work out. Um, Gators, you know, they handed them a nice little big L. And uh, so with that said, let's jump to the rankings. Of course, Georgia's won. Uh, you know, that's not changing. And you got Big Ten at two and three with their cream puff schedules, Ohio State and Michigan. Get the uh, the little purple panty wearers down in Texas, uh, TCU, and they're <laughs> who cares about them? Um, husband hookers outside looking in the window, hoping somebody fucks up so he can get back in there. Um, Mr. Authentic is uh, sitting at miss at six. Who's Mr. Authentic? Is that LSU? Yep. Yeah. Born and raised, right? Born and raised Southern in Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he's never had frog legs before. You <laughs> 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 see it seven and a very angry Nick Saban uh, is at eight. Just to throw some more out there, we got Clemson at nine, Utah at 10. Penn State, Oregon, Carolina sitting at 13, Ole Miss at 14. I don't know, Angle. Thanks for bringing them up this week. Usually you stop right before Carolina. <laughs> and that's I'm being, I'm being nice. I'm, be, I'm going to be nice to you, man. It, you know, I feel bad. I do feel bad for you because if your defense was worth a damn, um, you guys would be sitting right behind Georgia. Story of my life from uh, August to about April. <laughs> <laughs> but as I saw us talking to Logan earlier before you two jumped on, you know, every now and then I'm on a lunch break, I'll scroll Facebook and, uh, you know, a lot of UNC fans I'm friends with, you know, they post these uh, articles or whatever, you know, about Carolina being disrespected, Carolina football this, and you go to the comment section, and all these people who clearly don't know shit about football are bitching about, why don't we, you know, in the top four, like, well, you barely beat Georgia State. Now I'm going to leave it at that. You, you know, Morgan, I appreciate. I'm sorry. I know. I know you play your schedule. I know. I know <laughs> that. But, but also, and they like, well, USC's ranked higher. You look at USC's schedule. They also played bullshit teams that they beat the shit out of. Right. Well, Morgan, I appreciate your empathy <laughs> for uh, Carolina's uh, alleged disrespect, but. I don't have any empathy for them. And no, I'll tell I, you I why. don't think they're disrespected. I think they're right where they belong. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you why. 
we can we can say all we want. If they had a good defense, they'd be right behind Georgia. But on the flip side, if NC State had a good offense, we'd be right behind Georgia. And yes, you know what? If would. my uncle, if my aunt had nuts, she'd be my uncle. That stuff ain't real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice here, man. Not, I'm usually a shithead. So. No. <laughs> Not to mention there's a big old asterisk on that Duke Carolina game with, with <laughs> twice beating them. One of them with just an awful, awful call. Not one. Okay, one of the calls are, but the second one was bullshit, and we all know it. Angle, I'm trying here. I'm trying to be nice, but the 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 bad in me is going to come out. And they got technically Carolina. Let the hate flow. Two conference losses or two losses, one conference loss. I told a bunch of those. I told a bunch of those fans. You know. You guys take this momentum in the next year and continue to be good, then I'll consider you guys to be a football school. But until then, you're one and done, like you've been for the last 30 <laughs> or 40 years. You have one great season, followed by a few good seasons, then a lot of bad fucking years. And then all of a sudden, you recruit well again and have a great season again. I'm hoping for you, Ryan. I, I really am. As a Carolina fan, I know you love college football, unlike a lot of the actual Carolina, other Carolina fans who don't even know what the football I, looks like. I, on the other hand, am not rooting for you. What's now? What's <laughs> that angle? Said I'm fine with exactly where we are. We're next. To, I I think Utah's ranked a little high. That that Florida loss is pretty bad at ten. Yeah. But Penn State, Oregon, North Carolina, Ole Miss. We're we're always ranked <laughs> Ole Miss at the end of every year. The last like three or four years. So and then we fuck up and then we lose to the fucking vacuum cleaner. So like or Georgia Tech. Look. I was about to say, you take care of business the next three weeks, man, and and let the rest of the, let the rest of the people ahead of you fuck up, and you know it's more yeah. than possible. If if you take care of business the next three weeks, you might be lucky enough to play Alabama or Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Alabama in the Orange Bowl, but that's, the- that's right. I'm sorry. Yes, um, if you do really well and make it to the playoffs, you get to play Georgia. So, and, if, um, and if you uh, still have, do really have, well and don't make it, you might get to play that. Alabama in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> and have fun with that one. But to echo Dustin, we're eight days away. Eight days away from my uh, trip to Chapel Hill. Eight days away from having to walk down Franklin Street before the game and have everybody have a smirk on their face when they see my Phillip Rivers jersey <laughs> because they know they're about to school drag us. Eight days away from them thinking they're going to get retribution for the vacuum cleaner game of last year. So in my mind, <laughs> Carolina. Hold and on. all that they stand for, you know what? We say it in our fight song. Go to hell, Carolina, go to hell. Hold That's on. where I stand at it this week because uh, Saturday of next week, the day after, I'm not going to be able to say this because they're going to end up winning by about three or four scores. But this week, I can say it. Go to hell, Carolina, go to hell. Eight, oh, hold on. And eight <laughs> days away from walking on the street where you don't have to be worried about uh, anybody beating you up because they're all a bunch of pansies who hide behind their dad's <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> I, so, I I want to say some bad things to you, but I'm going to let my dad's lawyer do it. And it's like I'm Tommy Gunn and Rocky Ford. Touch me and I sue. Touch me and I sue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I don't think you have to really worry about any threats in Chapel Hill. <laughs> they they're not they say mean things probably, but they that's about it. Said very quiet because I'm in enemy territory with a fucking. <laughs> Wolf pillow behind me. <laughs> <laughs> hiding, okay, okay. Unless unless you come across people like Angle, which is very far and few between 
angles than would be in Chapel Hill. Those you got to watch out for. Like you, you literally made your bed. I, I think it's funny you're in literally. the middle then literally because, uh, you know, I'm wondering if, if something is like, you know, Carolina football has had some good years, but Carolina football ain't been Carolina basketball. I'm wondering if this is setting up for a uh, for a, a big letdown on, on Black Friday because you didn't mean to stay in the Wolves' den, but you're in the Wolves' den. Ang- Angle, I have a question oh, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What were you wearing when you checked in? This. <laughs> a Carolina blue dockside hoodie from Wilmington. Oh, no, that's not true. I actually, I had on my baby blue Carolina hat, my the old game bar hat that's seen better days. So and you were wearing actual Carolina gear, checking into an NC State Wolfpack hotel? And then I had on my Columbia jacket that I actually wore to last year's NC State Carolina game. Like I can see it now, sir. I, I can see it right now, sir. In sandals. Um, in sandals in 40 degree weather. I'm sure I'm sure that the lady at the front desk went, hold on one second, please, while I go get my manager. I'm sorry, sir, but unfortunately, due to some computer error, we no longer have your room. Would you like to know what happened? We showed up super early because I was worried I was going to have to go potentially up into Southern Virginia to clear my reckless driving situation, which cleared cleared itself. That's a thing from the past on this podcast. So we showed up super early and I was very nice and very benevolent and very better than her. And I said like, you know, it's fine. We can wait. Don't worry about it. I know we're here early. And she took one look at my uh, lengthy, uh, and I'm not bragging about this, lengthy uh, hotel points accumulation and (laughs) 20 minutes later, she said, sir, we we absolutely have a room ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> At which point, my wife, embarrassed, she's so mortified every time this happens. She's like, oh, oh, well, I guess we have to go with Mr. Fancy Pants to his temple room. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you uh, ask where the bellboy was and where do you ballet your car? <laughs> no, because we, as Miranda Lambert says, we travel light. <laughs> we don't need a bell boy <laughs> but yes i should in uh, raleigh they don't have valets you just it's it's just free parking everywhere because they cut down all the trees <laughs> but it's, the Good. spots are big enough to park your pickup truck there you go <laughs> you need you need big spots and lots of parking i didn't see that du- dustin di- dustin did say that when we went to the turnpike show a few weeks ago uh, he parked on the street near uh, uh, Lincoln or uh, near Lincoln Theater, and yep. he said these spots are spacious. I said, "Well, yeah, they need rooms for the SUVs and trucks for when people come down here." <laughs> it's true. Here at uh, here at Moo U, I'm looking out at the parking lot right now, and it, there's uh, there's plenty of spots for all the uh, pickups that people are not driving because they're staying here for a conference. <laughs> hey, as they used to say in the '80s, people can call us Moo You, but it's better to have agriculture than no culture. <laughs> well, you can just tell the Carolina fans if you enjoy your food, you better start kissing a state's fans' ass. <laughs> I, uh, you get a good look at a steak by putting your head up a butcher's ass. Wait, no, uh, can't be your bull, right? In that. I don't know. I feel like I should know that my sister's sister, my wife's uh, father is a uh, butcher, but I haven't heard that saying before. That's from uh, Tommy Boy. (laughs) Tommy Boy. Oh, you clearly don't know good comedy. So, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is the one that hasn't watched as much Always Sunny. So, (laughs) 
it, was a it was a possibility the other night in Wrightsville, and I turned to my wife. I said, "Hey, do you want to watch this?" Guys, always talk about it. There's some funny ones. I said in episode one they deal with racism, in episode two they deal with you know whatever. I forget what it was. It's some off limits topic. In episode three they deal with this, and she kind of looked at me and she was like. And I was like, all right, dog, the movie it is. <laughs> okay, you, you, you need to watch the placebo effect episode, or as they call it, the placebo effect. I mean, I've, I've watched a lot of them, but they're a long time. No, this, this was good. Trust me. <laughs> We're way off the rail. <laughs> it's the messed up version stupid of Stupid science show. bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> science bitches. <laughs> you actually couldn't could make me cookie was it? He said couldn't make me more smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if my brother-in-law, who's like a big Philly guy and has lived in Northern Delaware for a long time, I that, that would be funny. Maybe I should like. I wonder if he. I'm just saying this out loud, but I wonder if he's seen him. That would be a funny way. To uh, like, if you're from Philly, yeah, he, you've watched it. He should leave us a voicemail on Spotify and let us know. That's right. Go to the Spotify <laughs> description. Click the link. Leave us an up to one minute voicemail. You know what? We might even play it on the show. I mean, yeah. Like. <laughs> well, y'all guys want to jump into the, uh, the pickums? Sure. Let's do it. All right. So first up, oh, this is a good one. Mr. Eviction Notice himself, Syracuse. Started out six and zero, and since then six and four. Probably continue the losses as they visit Winston Salem uh, Deacons. Logan, what you thinking? So Clemson, I'm at Clemson. God knows. Uh, flashbacks to guys' weekend. Uh, Wake Forest has lost three straight. I don't, th- I, I don't think they're going to lose four straight. They might, but I don't think they are. I also think the Sam Hartman um, is is a good college quarterback, and I believe Garrett Schrader for Syracuse is still hurt. So this one's at. Uh, not that this is too daunting, but this one's at Wake. So I, I'm going to pick Wake to win this one. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I think that you know Wake competed against Carolina. Syracuse is no North Carolina, so I'm going to pick Wake for us. Oh yeah, well that home crowd at, at Wake, I mean Winston Salem at Wake Forest, um, pretty it is pretty daunting. Man. They're scary. All four, all four, all four hundred fans. Um, With their high school field, they play on. Yes, looks like a damn college. Looks like a college football field from nineteen twenties, man. Um, or a Texas high school field of twenty twenty two. Shit, Texas high school football has got bigger stadiums than probably three of ours put together. Uh, I'm going to go for Wake, but yeah, I'm going to go for Wake. Um, Syracuse, just keep on rolling to the mailbox for that eviction notice because it's coming. <laughs> Ryan. So, Logan, you already mentioned it. Uh, Syracuse has four straight losses, but they're, they're good losses. Clemson, Notre Dame, Pitt. And now ranked 23 in Florida State. No loss is a good loss. Exactly. Losses are all bad. So Wake. Yeah, what part are you living in? Wake has lost to Carolina, State, Clemson, and Louisville. And the Louisville loss was because they literally had eight turnovers in one quarter. I don't I don't know what sort of year situation that was. Um, long story short, I'm going to take Sam Hartman and Wake. 
because I think losing to Pitt and Florida State, even though Florida State's ranked, uh, makes you a shitty team. And I think Syracuse is all what is it? All uh, all filler, no killer. So uh, all sizzle, no steak. Yeah. <laughs> and if uh, forbid, if Syracuse started out six and four and then goes six and five and has five straight losses, I mean, that'd be great. Please, please, military bowl. Please do not invite Syracuse to your game. That's all I'm saying. I live in Annapolis. I'd like to see a reasonable team. No, they're going to go to like Meineke Car Care Bowl or some dumb shit like that. The Emerald City Bowl, if that still exists. Well, the Military Bowl, having worked for them in the past, they do have a tie into the ACC. So I'm just, and it's always some shit. They do. Pro team. So I hope it's not Syracuse. I love if it was Wake. <laughs> I'd go to that game. Sam Hartman's last game. Anyways. Yeah, yeah, so He's got another fans. year. <laughs> Dustin. Maybe. All right. <laughs> Let's keep it going. Heads his own heads his home team. Tails is away. <laughs> we got tails. Give me cues. Let's go on. Oof. This is the week they get back on track, boys. Wow. Speaking Thank of you. getting back on track, I'll tell you what's not happening. As uh the next game. Hokies at Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Flames are favored by nine and a half. And let me tell you, uh, even if the Hokies are playing better than they were, Liberty is still a much better team. Then um, you got Mr. Hooters Strip Club there uh, up in the Jerry Farwell country. <laughs> Hooters Bible Strip Belt, Club. <laughs> Bible Belt country hiring a amazing mentor like this man. Uh, it just – Wait a minute. Uh, Wait a minute. You sound talking about the Bible Belt. You Hooters sound like a club. you sound like a, a old grandma at church who has no idea what a Hooters or a strip club is. <laughs> they <laughs> the probably Hooters are taking those kids. Well, I know what he. I, I know what Hooters strip free, club. Well, I know what Hugh Freeze is, and <laughs> um, he, knows what, he knows what Hugh Freeze did at Ole Miss. That's all he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that that's a that's. Speaking of the Bible Belt, it is a funny way to put it to say <laughs> that you take them to the Hooters Strip Club. Probably taking them down to that Hooters Strip Club. <laughs> that was a top tier comment, Morgan. <laughs> um, Morgan. Merch opportunity. Yes. Hooters Club t shirts. <laughs> Sponsored by John Daly. <laughs> Smoke with the Adam. <laughs> You know, right, you know, anyway. John Daly has a All right. at, at the Hooters corporate uh, office in Tampa. He has a bedroom at the Hooters corporate office that they said that it's just a bed, a putting green and a putter <laughs> oh that he'll, across the street. The original Hooters location is there that the rumor is like if he's ever there and he's gotten too hammered, he just goes across the street, goes up to his like his private room and just like puts and goes to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, fuck it. So, with oh, that man. said, um, Liberty's got good defense, and uh, Tech has nothing good going for them. So, uh, I'm going to take Liberty on this game. Logan. Sorry, Morgan. Uh, Liberty lost to now bowl-eligible Connecticut last week. I don't think they lose too straight. And you know what? 
Hugh Freeze can coach. Winning cures all. So oh, yeah. I would I would gladly look past his past indiscretions if he wanted to ever coach in Raleigh. And you know what? I would even buy his first beer at the local Hooters strip club. Give me well, the little Considering that Tech plays Liberty a couple more times over the next 10 years, I'm really hoping that after this season he goes back to the SEC and gets the hell out of my way. <laughs> and, you know, even if it's uh, some some uh, – some like to entice him to come to Raleigh, the Hooters strip club off of Wake Forest Road <laughs> is the first Hooters strip club outside of the state of Florida in the entire country. Uh, it's been remodeled in the last six years. So you freeze. Come on down to Raleigh for our Hooters strip club and win some football games. <laughs> uh, angle. What are you thinking? I'm taking the Jerry Falwell flames. Um, and, uh, I'm going to ride Hugh Freeze. Um, I think it's nice you guys are getting paid uh, 250000 for playing this. Um, no, tech, tech paid. Yeah, yeah. tech's paying. Oh, you're paying to go lose? Yes. We pay the smaller schools. Yeah, that's how it works. We pay the small schools. So, you know, they get like, hey, here's some money. Here's a supposedly better team than yours coming in to fill your stands. But really what's going to happen is here's $250,000 to embarrass the fuck out of us. So what I read earlier was that the games that, where they come to Blacksburg, Liberty gets paid five hundred grand, And the games where you go to wherever they're from, I should know this and I don't. Lynchburg. Um, Lynchburg. You get yes. paid $250,000. You're Maybe paying- I got that... Maybe I got that backwards. I just thought it was fucked up. That uh, well, now you got to use the explicit. Sorry, but um, I thought it was messed up that uh that you were getting half the price that they were getting. But anyway, yeah. still taking the flames. Whatever, man. It's even worse. You got your Lynchburg. That's a shithole. <laughs> the only thing that comes from Lynchburg is J Crew orders. Every time I send something, nothing out. good comes from Lynchburg. I lived down the street from there for 20 years. That place was a dump. <laughs> uh, Dustin, flip, what's your coin telling you, man? What is just is what it's telling me. Hooter Strip Club. Hooter <laughs> Strip Club. <laughs> oh, y'all just want to turn this off and go to the meet at the Hooter Strip Club? <laughs> I got tails again. Give me the Hokies. Bounce back week, boys. Is it? Is the coin telling week. us it's upset week? It's uh, upset week. Hey, we're at the end of the season. And these things, these end-of-year things tend to work themselves out. This might be one of those weeks that helps us get there. So, the Hooters, hey. Club, Hokies. That's what you <laughs> Morgan, that might be my favorite comment you've ever made in college football. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, keeping it exciting, we got a game at Louisville. <laughs> Speaking of strip clubs. <laughs> speaking, 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 or speaking of cricket, an exciting game at Louisville because everything in that city is exciting. Oh man! Oh, is it? Uh, sorry, yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> NC State, Logan's NC State Wolfpack is traveling to the awesome, exciting, so much stuff to do, Louisville University. Um. Yeah, you know what? Uh, when we did that trip out there, we got to see their tailgating area. That actually, you know, if they actually get loud and rowdy at their tailgates. That actually might be something fun to to, to see on a game day, but I, I just don't know. Um, 
All right. With that said, Logan, what you think? What are you thinking, man? Is your freshman QB going to continue to to light it up? That's the thing. The line opened at three, as uh, Louisville being favored. The next day, it inexplicably jumped to five. Vegas knows something we don't, or Vegas knows something that hasn't been announced yet. And I'm thinking that it's the freshman quarterback is done for the year. So hammer Louisville for the uh, to win and cover pretty easily. Dustin. See what happens. If it's state, the coin I know is going to be giving you losers all week. Let's go with that. Oh, gosh. We're definitely going to lose now. The the coin's giving you Syracuse, Virginia Tech, and state. Uh, I think you need to throw that coin out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Angle. Uh, Yeah. Well, I don't. I use. Uh, logic to make my picks and my <laughs> logic says that uh i'm gonna take the cards i am also unfortunately a firm believer that when someone gets their knee scope they're not gonna play a game so uh logan uh, yeah yeah Logan. Well, everybody had a whole bunch of logic when i when the coin picked notre dame over clemson <laughs> And that, the thing is, we don't know that he had a scope. That's just a rumor. And to be fair, the the basis of the rumor started on the VIP boards, the uh, premium boards on Inside Carolina. So who knows if it's real or not? But there are people talking the triangle. Look, you have a freshman quarterback at best, right? Yeah. And Louisville can, uh, as we already mentioned, take eight turnovers out of Sam Hartman, who's one of the better ones. Maybe not in the NFL, but one of the better ones. So. uh this game's at Louisville. They're going to be all fired up. I believe it. Uh, I don't want to talk about horse racing because I don't know it that well. But it was just Breeders' Cup. So I don't remember if that was in Louisville or if it was somewhere else. But you mentioned the tailgating. It's right across the street from the racetrack. They get fired up for the game. Let's go cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the cards. Sorry, Logan. Hey, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm thinking about... When I go home this weekend, <clears throat> driving across the border to Virginia and getting on the Barstool Sportsbook app and hammering away on the Cardinals to cover. So, <laughs> All right. Next up, the itty-bitty bumblebees are traveling to <laughs> wine cooler country. Or cheese and wine. I'm sorry. Wine cooler country is UVA. Um, sure. I'm not hearing the difference. <laughs> I, I I know there's really no difference. It's bow ties and and cardigan sweaters and plaid designs on your football field to make you look Ivy League, even though you're not. Um, Argyle, not plaid. Argyle, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like. We all know. Stop what trying it's to be Ivy League. Like. You're not Ivy League. Stop trying to pretend like y'all don't go to them. Uh, Hooter Strip Club. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, I mean, come on, it's it's Georgia Tech. They, they, they suck. Not that they don't suck as bad as Virginia Tech, apparently, but uh, they suck. And they come to Carolina with that loud, sold-out stadium. Kids that are, you know, they're right before the game starts to to get all loud and rowdy and. They stay all four quarters and, you know. Um, game starts at yeah, 5. I, what's that angle? Game starts at 
That's plenty of time. Wait, wait, is there a basketball game as well? I was going to say, is there a basketball Saturday? game Saturday? Yeah, I was going to say, is there a basketball game Saturday? Probably. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm moving quickly here. Probably like, saying playing some school in-state. We already played Gardner-Webb, UNCW. We're running out of It people. doesn't matter. You guys could play community college, and, and you guys would still go to a basketball game before you went to a football game. Let's see. Oh, no. You guys are not playing on Saturday. Oh, okay. You might have a few more fans show up then. Uh, but with that said, I'm going to take Carolina. I mean, come on. Uh, <laughs> Logan. Drake May is the best quarterback in the country. Hammer yeah. away on quarterback play. UNC is going to win this one going away. Oh, yeah. do, you have any, do you have any original opinions week to week? <laughs> We've heard this for a month from you. <laughs> uh, but I haven't been wrong. <laughs> Oh, He's you guys are going to have this one. You're going to have this one in the bag in the first quarter. Drake May is the best quarterback in the country, and you're favored by what? What was it? He is going to stay upright and healthy the entire game. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Angle, it's your game. You should have gone first. I am so sorry, man. All good. I'm in Raleigh. Uh, I have to be here for work. I'm going to be. <laughs> Potentially on Saturday, which is why I'm here. And I'm happy about that because I have five Carolina versus Georgia Tech games in my life. Guess how many they've won? I'll give you a hint. The answer, the answer is not five. It's zero. <laughs> it's zero. I'm sick of seeing Carolina lose to Georgia Tech. So I looked it up today because I was like, all right, is this game even worth picking? Because the line's outrageous. Here's why we're picking this game, America. Since 1998. All right, we're talking Natron means. We're talking Megatron. Yeah, we're talking all the different, all the Paul different. Paul Johnson is horrible fucking off offense since nineteen ninety eight. I hated that. Carolina has six total wins against Georgia Tech. In case you're wondering what that translates to, Georgia Tech is seventeen and six against us since who was the president in nineteen ninety eight? Do we have the internet in nineteen ninety eight? Like, yes, we, and it was Bill Clinton. Al, Al Gore had invented it by then, yeah. <laughs> so like him and Ma- him and Ma- Man Bear Pig invented it in 1999. <laughs> so like, what was a popular song in 1998? Third Eye Blind. They're 17 and six against Hootie. Hootie. <laughs> Hootie and the Blowfish put out. <laughs> so like, I'm terrified of this game. We are the 13th ranked team in the country. Georgia Tech. Couldn't make a, a, a dookie as good as I could in the toilet. I, I just, they're, they're horrible this year. And somehow I know what's going to happen. They're going to come into Chapel Hill at 5 30. Everyone's going to be hammered off of the, you know, the teak mixer or whatever. No one's going to show up. No one's going to care. It's going to be too windy for the, for the Sherpa fleece crowd. And no one's going to care about anything. And somehow Georgia Tech's going to walk out of here with a win. I can't stand this. I'm so happy I'm going to be at work. And if I'm not at work, I hope to be drowning my sorrows somewhere, preferably not at the Wolfpack Lobby Bar. So, uh, come on over to the come on over to the Irby Den, man. Yeah, I have no, it up on the, I have no, it up on the big screen. I don't want to be around people while this is happening. I don't oh, want your on. children to learn terrible words. <laughs> uh, don't worry, you got a basketball game on Sunday. You'll be fine. Well, <laughs> convinced. I'm convinced this is the game we lose, and then we and then. We play NC State and Clemson. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, yeah. And Dustin, they get to play James. They get to play James Madison on Sunday and lose to them. 
<laughs> when they've been playing basketball, it might happen. We could. Our team sucks. We're the worst I, number one team ever. I will and say you know that. What? And, and you know what? You'll still be number one two weeks from now with all these shitty wins. So enjoy that. I, I will say I'm I have been like like the honest take here, like no rivalry stuff aside. I've been taken aback a little bit by the UNC fans collectively, my friends and Twitter, their reaction to the spot they're in right now. Because they feel like it's like CFP or bust. Like if some something happens here, it gets a little crazy. It's not it's not implausible for them to get there. But it's like it, it's almost like they feel disappointed if they don't like have a chance to be knocking at the door. The reality is you've solidified your spot to play for an ACC championship. You have the, a weaker Clemson team compared to past years. North Carolina has not won an ACC title in football since 1980. The first goal should be getting that one. I would be elated with that outcome. Yeah. You know why people are reacting this way? A little – I wasn't sure if I was going to bring it up or not. A little birdie passed this along to me. If you have a one-loss champion – which Carolina would be if they beat Clemson and they won out. They would be in the same position as 25 one-loss champions from the Power Five in the eight previous years of the playoff. It's mm-hmm. a real statistic. Instances, 22 made the playoff. The three that missed, uh, Horny Frogs and Baylor in 2014, so not a real conference, and Ohio State in 2018, all had places taken by either other better conference one lost champions or not a real conference or in the case of Ohio state and unbeaten Notre Dame. I mean, I, I get it. I get Thanks it. But the, However, win beat Georgia tech. That's asking a lot. Apparently <laughs> then, then beat NC state with their four string quarterback. Then Finley. And then, you know, play well against Clemson. But if 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 you don't do that, then uh, I guess we're we'll be the asshole on college uh, football Saturday holding up the sign that says we want Bama, which we don't want because that's who <laughs> that's who we'll be playing in the Orange Bowl. Yeah, if there's New one six bowl Bama, no thanks. And if there's one thing I really want to play, it's 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 really pissy Nick Saban in the Orange Bowl. That'll be about <laughs> as fun as playing Texas A&M a couple of years ago when they got gypped. He's going to end that game quickly, which means he's just going to blow you out in the first fucking 10 minutes. Probably playing the military ball. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's why you just, that's why you should just be blessed where you are, lose a few more games, beat Clemson and play in a less lesser bowl game where the odds are a little bit more, you know, in your favorable. favor, if you will. For me personally, I, I would love if they won out. That's why I said four and oh last week or one yeah. three. So I'd love if they won out just so I can be angry about the fact that we couldn't play in the CFP. We'd be the one team that was chipped out of it. I'd have that horse to, you know, ax to grind for forever. And at the same time, I wouldn't actually have to do anything and our team wouldn't actually have to lose to the superior teams. And I could just speak forever about, well, (laughs) it's and buts and shoulds and what's. You're like, damn, we should have been in there. But deep down, you're like, I just. Glad we didn't have to play yeah. Georgia and, and lose the title game. I was going to say, you'd be like, you know who that vaunted Georgia defense didn't have to play? Drake May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for cheering for the most miserable and reckless thing to do, it's, it's to win out, complain about your team's uh, status, and then secretly be like, hmm, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 
Nah, it's um, you know, I'm happy for you, man, to, to have a good team this year. I am. I'm not. <laughs> oh, he never gives me shit about tech, so yeah. I'm not much to talk about these days, Morgan. No, there's not, and that's okay. <laughs> you know, it's they're, at they're least quietly. you beat Boston College, Morgan. Huh? At least you beat Boston College. No, 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 no. You did. I know we did, but I don't. I don't care. Like this is one of the worst seasons I've ever seen them play. So <laughs> ever, literally, it's the worst season I've ever seen them play. Um, Dustin, what are you thinking, man? What's that coin yeah, telling you? Let's see what happens. Oh, I got tails again. Let's go. <laughs> this seems improbable, but did you say it gave you the yellow jackets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till all this hits, and I'm back oh in my. the mix for, for this <laughs> season. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! All right. Well, the next up is none of the other games are any good. Look really, man. So we got Utah at ten. Woohoo! Playing 500 jerseys, Oregon. Yeah, See, that that joke's getting old. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna retire that one because. Did you want to pick just, any of the other? I games? know, like they're 500 jerseys. Yeah, like I mean, you can change all the jerseys you want to. You're not Oregon. You're just your your rankings now are just given to you from what you did 10 years ago. <clears throat> yeah, Boring game. You're not that good. You really aren't. Go join the the Big Ten and have your ass handed to you by Ohio State every every year. Yeah. All right, so are we picking this? This one we're yeah. picking. Yeah, yeah, we're picking it. Unfortunately, so um, I don't know. Let me close my eyes and throw a dart at the wall. <laughs> um, I'll take Oregon and their pretty jerseys that they change out at halftime. <laughs> Every quarter. And then we can watch their basketball game and 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 look at that horrendous basketball court. <laughs> And wonder where? Why did all the players disappear? Because they're camouflaged. Field night tournaments coming up. Uh, right. We'll talking about that soon. What are you thinking, Ryan? It's very simple. I'm picking Oregon. I'm looking forward to the Oregon USC game. I don't actually. Hey, play you could play Oregon in, in in a bowl game, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I think I think Oregon's got the inside shot at the Rose Bowl. Um, you can have two crazy. pretty. You can have the, the call it the pretty Jersey Bowl. Yeah, that's a thing on Dan Patrick that they I say all the time. They're like, "Oh, Carolina, great uniforms, can't perform ever." And I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you guys! Why, how about how about you stick to sports you like talking about, like the fucking NBA all the fucking time?" Oh my god. Anyways, okay. got, a bone, got a little bone to pick with the Dan Patrick show, but anyways, I digress. What are you thinking, Logan? So, Bo Nix has been playing out of this world the last few weeks. Oregon is a smart pick here, but early in the year, I picked Utah as my dark horse in the Pac-12. That They're not going to win the Pac-12, yep. but I'm riding with the Utes this week. Give me the Stick Utes on the road to take down Bo Nix and that, <sighs> you know, a million and one combination of jerseys. Uh, go Utah. <laughs> Dustin, man, are we going to have another damn – Let's see what happens. Let's see. Oh. Take the former tiger. Now duck. I don't even know where the coin went. 
I didn't want to take this game. Yeah, fuck Oh, that. yeah, here it is. <laughs> it is Intel's again. Oh, my I'm God. I'm not even joking. Utah. Is this a truck coin? <laughs> oh my God. I guess Tails does never fail. Let's hope. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Your lips, God's ears. Next, and some other Southern notable games. We got number one, Georgia at Kentucky. Did you want to pick that game? You know what? I wasn't inviting it. I was saying it just didn't seem very good. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, no. no, Fort Lewis, Kentucky against the dogs who are rolling. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, Miami at Clemson. Ole Miss at Arkansas. Tennessee at South Carolina. I, I do have a funny on these notables. I saw, I think it was today, that uh, I guess some of the parents of the players for the U were complaining about their kids playing. Yeah, time. I saw that. And Cristobal, Cristobal said that the parents were uh, could come pick up their sons anytime that they wanted if they didn't like their playing time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what is this, like, rec league? This is ridiculous. Soft generation. You know, you know the world's gone to shit in a handbasket when you start bitching to the college football coach that why is your son playing more? Yeah. My son, why isn't my son getting more playing time? <laughs> He's at the U. You should be thankful to have him here. No, not yeah. really. If, if, it was, if it was, he'd be playing more. 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? 25 years ago, maybe. Yeah, it's like, trust me, if your son was any good, he'd be playing more. So why don't you come pick him up? So that ends it for this week's college football pick em. On to you, Dustin. Well, just a quick update here, because we still got a couple weeks left of the most disappointing teams of college football. Um, yes, the uh, Wolfpack and... Um, Virginia Tech were included in that group when we talked about it a while back. Um, I'm just going to go over the records real quick. I'm leading the way, picking the worst teams. I must have used the <laughs> coin to pick my teams. Um, I'm at two and seven on the year. Logan and Morgan are at four and five, and Ryan is at six and three. Just always picks the winners. I what's I don't know what's up with that. Um, we got two more weeks of this. Our goal, just to remind America, is to have the worst record at the end of the season. And then if you get the worst record, you can get either six extra wins on the pick'em or six pack of beer. Your choice. So that's where we're at. In a couple of weeks, we can do a big thing of crowning of the biggest loser here on Reservoir and Reckless. Well, I hope I don't add to NC State's loss. Uh I don't care about the disappointing teams as much as I do the pack season, but I probably will end up getting a uh, positive for the disappointing teams this week. But anyways, moving into the Redneck Review. Pause it. So it's been a minute since we've done a Redneck Review, but for those that haven't listened or haven't heard it in the past, uh, the Redneck Review is basically someone who uh, finds a bone to pick with a place that is otherwise a uh, relatively solid place, right? That's relatively well-reviewed. Well, in this case, um, I must say that at least 50% of this podcast has worked at this establishment. And I think we might um, we might say that, you know, maybe it doesn't deserve all of 
the reviews that it gets online. Maybe it's not as, uh, maybe it shouldn't be as well reviewed as it is. However, uh, this particular gentleman seems a little uppity. Um, so why don't we go ahead and just jump right in? This is topical. I did just spend some time in Wrightsville Beach. So uh, I figured I'd go ahead and, and do a review or a redneck review of the Shell Island All Oceanfront Suite Beach Resort. <laughs> this is from a gentleman named Tom Atkinson. He, he goes on to say, one star out of five. And you can find this on Google Reviews. My wife and I flew across the country to enjoy this, and I quote, resort, end of quote, and have a small family reunion. Well, first of all, if you're flying across the country to have a family reunion, I can understand why you may be in a bad headspace, okay? So let's just start right there. Perhaps this gentleman has had, you know, a week-long reunion with his family. Maybe that's why he's a little feisty. Maybe he's writing this review on a plane. Maybe he's just as angry as I was this morning when he was leaving Wrightsville Beach. Who knows? He continues. The rooms were dirty, although they had been cleaned. Well, that makes no effing sense. The cleaning was apparently only done with bleach, as the bleach fumes were so bad it caused their eyes, nose, and sinuses. In case you're keeping track at home, America, eyes, nose would also make up your sinuses. I'm nitpicking. Caused her eyes, nose, and sinuses to burn immediately upon opening the door. We are not, and he capitalized not, sensitive to bleach. It was just that bad. We were told by the front desk that all the rooms would be the same. We aired out the room as best we could. <laughs> Tried Morgan's laughing because he knows that's a lot. We aired out the rooms as best we could. <laughs> the context for, uh, for America it would be that all the rooms are individually owned, so each owner can come in and they can do what they want. So the rooms would not be the same. Uh, we aired out the rooms as best we could and tried to enjoy the evening. The next morning, I woke up with a hotel blanket touching my neck. The sheet, and he puts in parentheses, the sheet was rolled under the blanket just at my neck. So I'm not sure why we needed to know that. I had a bad rash only where the blanket was making contact with my flesh. Kind of a weird way of saying that. I went down to the front desk to talk to the manager and was told that both the manager and the assistant manager were busy cleaning rooms and that they would call me later. Morgan, <laughs> as he's laughing, Morgan, what are the odds that the manager and the assistant manager were both busy cleaning the rooms? Uh, as highly, it's, it's about, you nailed it. it. They would definitely be doing that. Um, yeah, zero out of thousand. Um, I told the guy at the desk to get the manager now, and he capitalized now. He called on the radio, and as I waited, several people were checking out, and every one of them had a similar experience with a dirty room reeking of bleep. The assistant manager finally showed up and said that he couldn't do anything without talking to the manager. So I asked him, why was I talking to him, and why, why the manager couldn't be bothered Just Stop cleaning the rooms and talk to a customer who is injured by the hotel. So this is the uh, this is the words words are violence crowd. He was injured now by the hotel blank. <laughs> um, as far as I could tell, he continues. As far as I could tell, the manager was hiding, so as not to have to deal with upset customers. And then mm -hmm. he capitalized. The next about right. And he capitalized the next phrase. Coward. <laughs> This is in his review. It is now a week later, and I have called, emailed, 
and now reviewed online. And I still not yet heard from this manager. This place is just trying to make a quick buck with no concern for the well-being of their customers. Oh, yes. And this, <laughs> oh, and this rash is still going strong after two trips to the urgent care. Our vacation was ruined by this, quote, resort. Try going to a nice dinner or really anywhere in town wearing a tank top because of doctor's orders. Don't know any doctor in Wilmington that would have told you to wear a tank top by their orders, but whatever. Try going to a nice dinner or really anywhere in town wearing, first of all, I don't know any place in Wilmington that you're going to that's not that's going to target nice. away in the tank top. Yeah. Anyways. They're all full of strip club hooters. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice place to go. It's just not fancy. So, like, they're no. not going to care that, yeah. Uh, he says... He was wearing a tank top because of doctor's orders. He felt self-conscious, I guess. And he says in parentheses, and I would have been in misery with a shirt rubbing on my neck because of this rash that injured him from a blanket. Talk about salt. I almost forgot to add that after waiting for the assistant manager to call me about, he almost forgot to add it, but then he added it. I almost <laughs> forgot to add that after waiting for the assistant manager to call me back, he was going to discuss this with manager. My wife and I both called to talk to management, and we were just pushed off to the assistant manager's voicemail. He finally called and said that I could have gotten around anywhere, and he could go up to the room and pull the blanket off the bed for me. But as he put it, it wouldn't matter. You would just complain about something else <laughs> instead of washing it, just in case I was telling the truth. They didn't even offer me an apology or anything else, lest anything off my room. Please stay away. Also. The breakfast, yes. also the breakfast, horrible. I've had to go at least two trips to the medicals, to the medicals office since. <laughs> I, just, I just have to say this place is not a, quote, resort. And then he's listed it one star for everything. So uh, he, uh, he, had to, he had to take a, again, he had to take a trip. Uh, to, to the medicals. <laughs> twice because he ate some eggs and then he developed a rash that he's had for over two weeks that he now has to wear a tank top because doctor's ordered um because and he can't go anywhere nice and he would be a miserable doing anything else ever anywhere and uh and so and this is all because of the horrible no good very bad uh shell island resort that most other people have reviewed with Three or four stars, and to be honest, America, it could, it could use some updating. And quite frankly, it's not run by staff who give a shit about anything. So, from personal experience. <laughs> First off, let me just say something really quick. Um, all, and I mean by, when I say all, I mean all the four and five stars were created by people who work there. And I know that for a fact. Because I saw it actually, I saw it actually being done by staff in their management office. So be like, take who should that we name you. this review by uh Johnny now, Cable. <laughs> now now Billy Bob Billy Bob Joe from you know Western Kentucky probably should have proof proofread you know um his his review before he posted it because he doesn't help himself by sounding like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. But I, being a former and being someone who 
knows this establishment uh, very well. It's uh, sort of second floor employee. <laughs> he, he's not far off at all on on that place and how horrible. they treat people on the service. No, the service is horrible. The food sucks. They barely clean any of the rooms. Um, and apparently, the bull- blankets give you rashes. They bullshit. They do bullshit with their um, how they um, try to sell it with advertisement. They doctor up the pictures, make the rooms look bigger and wider, and they uh, make it look like you actually have a balcony to step out onto. Uh, it's, but anyway, I, I could go on for hours about that dump. But sounds like we need to get the guy that sued Texas Pete to tell us where to find some legal team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the place is all bad, but it's probably not as bad. I I I walked by it earlier uh, this week with with my wife, and she was like, "Do you want to go in?" And I was like, ah, "It doesn't look that great," and I'm sh- pretty sure it's not going to be a good a good experience. And uh, so I went looking for some reviews, and I found that one to be because <laughs> if you want to say it's dirty, it's dirty. There's a lot of reviews that mention sand. The rooms and they didn't like the fact that there's sand in the rooms to which i have to say to them don't come to the beach yeah sorry um I, i'm not gonna yeah anyone who puts that comments about that about sand being inside the hotel at, at a beach hotel you're you're just an idiot so but uh if you want to read some fun reviews go look up shell island especially the google reviews and then sort by lowest uh review which is how i sometimes find these and you can definitely find some some fun reviews of the place. I'm not sure it deserves all the ass kicking it's taken, but if you want a good place to go, you should probably go to the blockade Lair. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a cool place. Yeah. Their pool and their outside bar is a lot better. Yeah. So now, little pro tip: now um, you can only charge the outside bar to your room. That keeps all the riffraff out that used to come up like we did on the beach and try and charge it to people's rooms. <laughs> yeah, it's on 201, uh, Irby. And Morgan's standing right next to me. He's like, did you say my name? I'm like, yeah. Just for one more comment about our old establishment. It was back when we worked there. And they were having – they have weddings there all the time. And we were going through renovations. The entire front – um, we pull up to, you know, check, go park, you park up front and go walk inside, check in, look at the place. And you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It was all bulldozed and ripped up. And <laughs> when people came to ask about getting, having their wedding there, the people who work there knew that this was going to be going on at the exact same time that this person's wedding was going on and failed, did not say one word about it. And so these people showed up the day of their wedding and they had to, they had it knocked down. They had knocked down part of the parking deck so people could walk in through there and had like plyboard down on the mud. And they had to have the wedding party walk through the mud and through the parking garage to come into the hotel. And they're like, what the hell is this? Like, you did not tell us this is going to be going on. Oh, we thought it was going to be done before, you know, your wedding. <laughs> yeah. Again, most of this is about ten years ago. But yeah, I'm, you know that all that management's completely gone now. So I think the statute of limitations is passed on the things that we can say. Yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, me. All right. For this episode of Miserable and Reckless, be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon, and Stitcher. I'm Logan sitting here with Morgan, Dustin, and Ryan. We will see you next week.